Hello friend, welcome to Encounters with Grace. My name is Paul Rutwell, your regular host. Blessed be God who has blessed us with the privilege of bringing his word to you today. We give him all the glory and praise. Thank you also for tuning in to listen. I believe that you will be richly blessed as you pay attention to God's word in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me start by sharing a story of someone I met not too long ago. This lady was worried that she was having problems getting someone to marry. She narrated how she used to have sexual intercourse with someone whose face she never saw. The conclusion was that several preachers told her that she had a spiritual husband who was married to her in the spiritual realm and whom she has spiritual babies for. She claimed that she felt she needed a strong deliverance minister to minister strong deliverance to her since a few ministers had conducted deliverance on her, yet the challenge still persisted. Well, this kind of story is not uncommon in this part of the world. This makes reference to family causes or some other sources as the root curse of these experiences. Many therefore go to places known for conducting deliverance, in quote, and unfortunately, many are so ignorant of what the Bible says about these things and even deliverance itself. The word and its meaning have been so misused that many have had bad experiences that have driven them out of the grace of God and held them in bondage instead. Today, I want us to examine this phenomenon in the light of what Jesus, through grace, has done for us. Don't go away. I will be right back to continue after this time out. Welcome back. The subject of deliverance has been so misunderstood by many that they practically tie every misdeed, misfortune, or strange happenings to it as the solution to all these. However, the word deliver, delivered, or deliverance was never used in the scriptures to refer 
to dealing with demonic activities in the life of men. In the Old Testament of the Bible, demonic activities, though present, were hardly ever mentioned because the people then did not have much knowledge of Satan and his operations. In the New Testament, a lot was revealed about Satan and his operations. Careful study shows us that demonic spirits were cast out of people who had them or were troubled by them. In Matthew chapter 10 verse 1, the Bible says that when Jesus had called unto him the twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases. In verse 8, Jesus instructed them, Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, and cast out devils. Jesus severally dealt with demons by casting them out. And in Matthew chapter 16, verse 17, Jesus commissions us, his church, to cast out devils in his name. Now, this is different from deliverance. In using that word, no reference to driving evil spirits or exorcising was made even in the New Testament or the epistles, which are the letters written to the present-day church that began in the book of Acts. Let us see a few. Jesus in Luke chapter 4 verse 4 said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Jesus said, God anointed or enabled him to preach or announce deliverance to the captives. He did not say he was enabled to conduct deliverance, but to preach it. To preach means to announce something. We announce either upcoming events or past events. Jesus had to announce it through demonstrations to prove that deliverance is now available. Take note also that Jesus announces it to captives. What news do captives need? That there is freedom available for them. Now, God cannot announce freedom if it is not available already. Before I go further, let's see other scriptures that use that word deliverance. 
Romans chapter 7 verse 5 and 6 says, For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sin, which were by the Lord, did walk in our members, to bring forth fruit unto death, but now we are delivered from the law, that being dead wherein we were held, to serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. Here we see that deliverance is from the law which enabled sin in the life of man. Sin held man down. And Matthew chapter 1 verse 21 says of Jesus, She shall bring forth a son, and we will call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. This deliverance, therefore, is a release from the power of sin. Romans 11 verse 26 says, And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, There shall come out of Zion the deliverer, he shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. What will the deliverer do? He will turn away ungodliness. Sin is ungodliness, and Jesus is the deliverer being prophesied about here. Galatians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4 says, Grace be to you from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of God our Father. The question now is, has Jesus given himself? Yes. So if he has, it means he has carried out the will of our Father already, which is deliverance from this evil world by dying for our sins. It comes out beautifully in Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 and 13, which says, Giving thanks to the Father who has made us fit to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. It can't be clearer than this. It says we have been delivered already from the power of darkness and placed in another kingdom. Time will not permit me to look at more. But you can see that Jesus already delivered us from sin. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. And he has delivered us from its grips. Also notice that using the word deliver always implies a release of something from somewhere and placing it somewhere else. In the scriptures I cited, we see that we have been delivered from sin and the law and have been enabled to live or serve God in the newness of spirit. 
we have also been delivered from darkness and now placed in the kingdom of God. So, Bible deliverance is moving from a place or position to another. We also notice that the only deliverer is Jesus. Why? Because he is the only one that was qualified and sent to pay the price for our sin. He has done the delivering already. That is why deliverance is not conducted but announced. Mankind has been delivered, but most do not know it and are still under the evil one. We are to announce it to the world by the power of the Holy Spirit. When a person receives Jesus into his heart, that is when he experiences deliverance through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. A person can have demons cast out of him and still not experience deliverance. After all, Paul cast out the spirit of divination from a girl, and instead of it resulting in salvation, they were falsely accused, beaten up, and imprisoned. And there was no account of the girl ever receiving Jesus. We cast or drive out devils in the name of Jesus because evil spirits recognize that name. Here is a lesson I want us to learn today. Deliverance is different from casting out devils. Jesus came to deliver us from sin, which was the gateway for the kingdom of darkness to rule over us. He delivered us when he died on the cross. That deliverance was final and complete and took us from the dominion of darkness where Satan rules to the kingdom of God where Jesus Christ is Lord. He has announced what he has done and has anointed us to also announce it and open the eyes of people all over to this truth of grace. God wants you and I to acknowledge this so that our faith against satanic oppressions can be effective. You are blessed. I will continue from here tomorrow. And I know that there are many questions in your heart now, but be determined to follow me through this series, and I am sure a lot of them will be answered in due course. I will be glad to hear from you, and you can reach me on the number that will be given to you shortly. And until I come your way again tomorrow, same time on this station, keep living in the joyful atmosphere of grace. Thank you for listening to this broadcast and we hope you have been blessed by it. For inquiries, prayers and counseling, please call 081-86-740681. I repeat, 081-86-740681. 81 or visit www.kingsviewchurch.org and you can join us by 9 a.m. every Sunday for our worship service at Kingsview Church, number 2 Akiomi Street, off Casino Bus Stop, Alagomeji, Jaba, Lagos. God bless you. Grace, grace that is great.